Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. I greatly appreciate the fact that you would take a portion of your time and spend it right here with me on this radio program from East Coast to West Coast, North to South, and then even across seas and shining seas, uh, places like Liberia, Antigua, uh, Dominican Republic, and many other places. This radio broadcast goes out across the airwaves, but also across the internet as well, into places on people's phones and on YouTube and Facebook. And Lord's bless the radio outreach of Bible Tract Echoes, founded by Dr. Paul Levine so many years ago. I want to thank you for being a part of our radio family today. I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles to the book of Mark. The book of Mark. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to spend some time in the book of Mark this week and this month even. We're going to be beginning, we sort of did yesterday, a verse-by-verse study of the book of Mark. If you missed the introduction to Mark, you can go back after we're done today. Don't stop now, but after we're done today, and you can listen to the archived version of this broadcast on your favorite podcast player and uh, on YouTube and Facebook and all of those things, just in case you missed yesterday's broadcast. But we're in the book of Mark. We pointed out that Mark talks about Jesus as servant and minister. I'm so glad that the King of all glory, the King of kings and Lord of lords, wonderful counselor, the mighty God, that he decided that it was worthy for him to come and give us an example of what a servant should be. I know in my own life, so often we, we want acclaim, we want fame, we want our name up on the marquee, our name up in lights, but that's not the lot that God has called his people to. We are to be servants, servants of God, servants of each other as well. And so I'm looking forward to looking at the book of Mark. Before we do so, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I was challenged not too long ago about the fact that there are some gospel tracts that I don't talk about all that often. And so this week, I decided to pick out five gospel tracts that I don't know if I've discussed in a long while. And so to my chagrin, the person that pointed it out was incredibly right. Probably in a month or so, or maybe next couple of weeks, we may do, we take a pause from Mark and do an in-depth review and reading of some of these different gospel tracts. But right now, let me tell you about a gospel tract called A Would-Be Suicide. A Would-Be Suicide. Now, this, of course, is a very difficult topic. There may be some listening right now that have either lost someone to the very incredibly difficult uh, situation of suicide, or there may be some listening right now that you can recall a time that you attempted to take your own life. Can I tell you, friend, that the only source of true peace that can overcome the terror, the chains, the bindings that could cause someone to consider and even go through with suicide, the only true peace is found in God's Word, in the Bible, in the person of Jesus Christ. This man talked about in this gospel tract, his name was Luther Cook. And this gospel tract does a great job of taking his story. A man who was very successful in his chosen line of work, 
but he drifted and became a slave of some besetting sins. And he thought he could control it, but he found that he could not. And it pushed him to the breaking point until one day he came to faith in Christ. Let me encourage you, if you have more questions about what I'm talking about, or maybe you say, I need immediate help. I don't know who to turn to. You can text me right now. I would love to help you realize I get texts all the time, but there are some like a question of suicide that would cause me to drop anything else I'm doing. I would love to communicate with you right now. You could text me right now. You could keep it uh, basically uh, anonymous to some degree. You can text me at 309-316-7240. If you text me, it may ask for your name. And if you want to be anonymous, you can do so. But I'd ask you, if you have questions or you're struggling with this thing right now, maybe it's something you struggle with in the deep, dark times of the night, and you say, I cannot get victory over this, I'd love to connect you with a qualified counselor. I'd love to be maybe a first line of defense, but I realize I may need to bring in somebody in your own area. I can't be everywhere all at once. So maybe, just maybe, you'd like to reach out today and you can text me at 309-316-7240. This is such an important topic. I'm going to give it to you one more time. I'm going to give you that phone number real slow one more time. Realize, of course, you can order this gospel tract at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. You can get your very own copy, but you can also text me at 309-316-7240. Zero. I'd love to speak to you today. I can't tell you how much how much joy it would bring me to have the opportunity to talk to you about the only source of true peace. Now, we are in the book of Mark. Let's begin here in the book of Mark. Realize, just again by way of introduction, that each of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they begin at slightly different points in the life of Christ. All of them focus on Jesus Christ. I mentioned the other day that Matthew talks about the the sovereign Messiah. Mark talks about the minister and servant. Luke, the son of man. John, the son of the Most High, son of God. But all of them have as their focal point the one who I was just describing, sovereign Messiah, servant, minister, son of man, son of the Most High. We're talking about Jesus Christ. And all of them begin in Jesus' life at a few different, I should say, Jesus' earthly life. He is God. He is without time. He has been from the beginning and will be long after the earth passes away. But his earthly life as a man, realize that Matthew begins with the ancestry and birth of the long-awaited Jewish Messiah. Luke begins with the birth of John the Baptist. John goes all the way back to the beginning of time to the Lord's, what we call, pre-incarnate existence as the Word. In the beginning was the Word, John begins with. But Mark starts at a point a little later, actually later, than all of the rest of the Gospels. He jumps into the actual ministry of that man named John the Baptist. Now, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to go to, if you would, go to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, chapter number 1. Mark, chapter 1. The Bible says this in Mark 1, 1. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, 
the Son of God. Now I have here my Bible right in front of me. Maybe you say, I don't have a Bible with me right now, or maybe I'm doing something with my hands. I can't have a Bible. Now I will make sure to have my Bible with me. But if you'd like to, I would love, if you have the opportunity, I would love for you to grab your Bible as well. Let me read that verse one more time. Mark 1.1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ the Son of God. Now, let's just give you just a little bit of context, and we're going to outline some of this passage here. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And then it introduces the one whom we're talking about, the messenger that was going to go before, John, John the Baptist. And we'll get to verse number four here in just a little while. But we begin in verse number one of chapter number one with the purpose, the purpose of all the gospels, the purpose actually of the Bible in its entirety is to do what? Maybe you'd like to take a moment and raise your hand or, or, or ding the bell and say, I got this. What is the purpose of the Bible? Well, of course, it's to draw all men unto who? To Jesus Christ. The goal, one of, I should say, the central aims. There are so many, so many things that are accomplished by God's word, but one of them is to lift up Christ. In the beginning was the Word. Well, we've been given the physical Word. For many of you, it may be black words on white paper, black ink on white paper. But the goal of this book, 66 books written by over 40 men, humanly speaking, human pens, all put together under the auspices of the Holy Spirit of God for the purpose of doing what? To lift high the name of Christ. I heard someone wiser than I say this. You need to preach a big God. You need to magnify God in your preaching. And that's absolutely true. And it should be pretty easy to do because we do have a big God. He is the first and the last, the Alpha and Omega, as we've talked about previously. There's so many supporting scriptures we could give, but and I will as we continue in this study, but right now uh, we're going to try to just get out of the verse number one if we can today. But he is the focus. He is what our faith is all about. I realize this, friend. If he is not the purpose, if he is not the central aim, if he is not the reason for our existence, if he is not the reason for this book that I have on my desk right in front of me, this Bible... If he's not real, if he's not someone we should put our faith in, then we might as well pack up and go home. We might as well take our, take our ball and go home, as they say. But no, friend, he is real. He is more real than anything you've ever dealt with in your life. Friend, he's the creator of all things. He is real. And he's worthy of our faith. He's worthy of our focus. He's worthy of being put first. And that is the goal, the big beginning of the gospel of who? Jesus Christ, the Son of God. My prayer today is this. I've already mentioned that if you're struggling with some some issues related to uh, thinking suicide is, is a solution, then you should reach out. 
But friend, can I tell you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, maybe you're not in a position where I feel like I need to end it all, but maybe you say, I I struggle with having a purpose, any purpose. Jesus Christ is and always will be the answer. I'm going to give you that number one more time for you to reach out to me. I'd love to get you connected with someone that can be a help. You can text me today at 309-316-7240. Zero. There would be no better way to start off our study of the book of Mark than to point people directly to Jesus Christ. And that's going to be my goal each and every day for every single verse of Mark to just point people closer to our sovereign Messiah, servant and minister, son of man, son of the Most High. I encourage you to have a great day for his glory. Join us tomorrow. We'll get to verse number two then. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130 Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.